You're listening to the Biblicist Podcast, designed to equip, challenge, and encourage believers to look at life through the lens of Scripture. If you have any questions about today's episode or have a topic you would like to hear on this podcast, please email us at thebiblicistpodcast at gmail.com. Looking forward to diving right in today. Uh, We have a question that's been submitted by one of our listeners. It says this, one thing I, and I believe many Christians, struggle with is accepting the sinner without condoning their sin. So how do we love the sinner and hate the sin in a world where openly sinning is not only accepted, but almost encouraged? This really is a great question. And the reality is, is that we live in a day and age where if you disagree with the choices that someone makes or what we would consider biblically sin, then they equate that to hate in our society today, which is not accurate. That's not reality, but that's what it's equated to. You either accept everything that I do, and if you don't, then you hate me. Now, that being said, the flip side of that is that sometimes it can be in in supposed Christian circles where people who are living a sinful way and openly living in sin, that they are our enemy and that we just got to look down upon them and, 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 and make fun of them and, 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 and say all these hateful things. And that is, that is unacceptable. Um, now, I want to put this in correct context. We understand that even though as believers, as Christians, we're sinners too, but we're sinners saved by grace and God has given us a new direction. And And, and the reality is the reason why we don't want even uh, those who are friends or associates of ours who, who aren't believers, the reason we don't want them to sin either either isn't so they can earn salvation, because obviously salvation is by grace through faith in Christ alone. We would take the position that biblically it is a positive thing for society and for individuals to live within the construct, within the morality that God has given us. It is good to live within these boundaries. But those who are living in sin they're not the enemy. They're not this disgusting, you know, diseased individual. That's how it can come across sometimes in Christian circles. But even if you did think that way, the the Bible says this in Galatians 5.14, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Now, part of that is if I'm going to love my neighbor as myself, if I'm doing something wrong, I want someone to let me know about it if there's a better way to do something, right? But part of that is, after they don't listen to that so many times, I'm not going to beat them over the head with it. But not only that, Matthew 5.44 puts it even stronger. It says to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. You can even have those people that are really like over the top in your, in your face of, of, of attacking you for being a Christian and for being silly, for taking certain positions. And God says to love them and to pray for them. It doesn't say avoid them and run away from them and don't ever talk to them. Now where this gets confused, and this is a balanced issue, is in, in Romans 12 too, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
as, as believers, we're supposed to be seeking to be like Christ, and we're being renewed, we're being transformed to think differently, to live differently. And so there is wisdom. If, there, if there's an old friend that you have or a current friend that you have that likes to go out and, and, and drink beer on the weekends, and you in your former life were addicted to alcohol or abused alcohol, you need to stay away from that friend when it comes to alcohol. That doesn't mean ignore them. It doesn't mean treat them like trash. But if it's going to cause you to stumble in a way and to stumble back into your old life, be very wary of how you spend time with that person and when and if you spend time with that person. There's a balance to that. In Ephesians chapter 4, it says this, This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves unto lasciviousness, to, to work all uncleanness and, and greediness, but ye have not so learned Christ." If so be that ye have heard him, and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore put, put away lying, speaking every man truth, with his neighbor. So yes, we are supposed to be changing. We're not supposed to be like we used to be. We shouldn't have the same desires that we have. And we have to be careful to not get pulled back into those habits because of different friends or people that could be in our lives. And we need to tell our neighbors the truth, that we're not the same anymore, and that you need to let them know about Jesus, but also let them know why you don't do those things anymore. We are salt and light in the world, according to Matthew chapter 5. And so there's two things here. You can't be a light if you're walking in darkness. But you can't be a light unless you're around darkness. It won't light anything up. No one will notice that it's lighting anything up if the light's not around. That same passage talks about hiding your light in a bushel. So you've got to show that light. You've got to be around people that can be affected by that light, that light that we're reflecting like the moon reflects the sun because Jesus is the true light of the world. And Ephesians 4 teaches that we need to speak the truth in love. And so, yes, we need to address issues. We need to address open sin issues, but we need to do it in a, out of the right spirit. It can't be just so I can one-up you, so I can prove to you that you're wrong. We need to stand for truth, but you need to do it out of a spirit of love, out of a spirit of someone needing Jesus. And we don't have to burn bridges in that sense. Let other people burn bridges. If you lovingly tell someone you disagree with them because the Bible says whatever, you can still be their friend. You can still be a blessing to them. You can still be a light to them. You can still share the love of Jesus with them. But if they're angry with you because of the position you've taken, they can burn the bridge, but you shouldn't. Because they live the way they want to live and not live the biblical way gives you no right to treat 
them as inferior. Because but by the grace of God, we would just continue to walk in darkness. But by the grace of God, we would continue to, to be sinners and living dis- deliberately in sin. It's by God's grace that we're being changed and our perspective has changed. You should be able to be friends with people that not only are, are just living in, in blatant sin, but also in different belief systems. You should be able to have friends with people, be friends with people, be an influence on people that have other belief systems, shining the light to the truth, shining the light of Jesus. You don't have to conform and, and, and be like their belief system, but you don't have to burn a bridge of, oh, I can't spend time with you because you don't believe in Jesus. Of course not. Of course you can spend time with these people. Now, let me make a very important note here. There's wisdom in this. Like I said earlier, if there's a certain thing you struggle with, it would be unwise to spend time with certain people in certain situations that could cause you to stumble. So many times there's been people that I've, I've talked with that I've that have said, you know what, I'm going to spend a lot of time with so-and-so and you know, I'm just going to reach him for Jesus. And it sounds like a great plan. Come to find out that the intention there was never really to, to, to give light. In reality, they did things that this believer still liked and wanted to be around it still. And you know your heart on this issue. You know the difference if you're truly being a light or if you like being around that person because of the things that they do because that's what you used to do. There is a difference and you know what it is. Also, there's wisdom in as far as having people over into your home, especially if you have kids in the home. I think that there's there's right ways to do that, and I also think there could be some wrong ways to, of doing that. If there's certain open sins that this person is going to brag about or make a big deal about in front of your kids, they'll be very wrong and disrespectful of them, but you'll know this person. You'll know whether that's a good situation or not. There should be a mutual respect of, we don't do whatever it is in this home. Please don't promote it to my kids. And I'm not going to attack you in front of my kids either because of that. We're just not going to talk about that in front of the family. And so there can be certain, obviously there's wisdom. If you have kids in the home, if you're going to have people over into your home, I think you should be able to have people into your home and be able to witness to them, but be safe about it and be smart about it, about the influence that that could be in your home. That would be equal or equivalent to the wisdom of the things that you allow your kids to watch on television. There's things that would influence them or teach them about things in the world that aren't biblically accurate, that would lead them down a path of destruction and harm. And so the same wisdom of what you'd let your kids listen to or watch, any any type of media or entertainment that your kids are allowed, have that same type of, of protection that you would have in inviting people into your home. You really have got to be careful of what's influencing your kid's mind. So yes, many Christians struggle with this. There's so many different exaggerations of this. There is, oh man, sinners, stay away from them. They're gonna, we're just gonna hide, hide. That's like hiding your light under a bushel. If you're just gonna hide in your church buildings and hide in your houses and, oh, don't spend time with any sinners, they might, like, that's ridiculous. But if the specific sin that they're dealing with is something that you also struggle with, maybe you're not the person to help them. Maybe there's wisdom in that. 
And the other extreme of that is, oh man, I'm just going to be okay with whatever they do. God loves them just the way that they are. And I'm just going to, you know, love on them no matter what they do, no matter what sin they're struggling with and never tell them the truth. But what is the truth? Don't forget what is the truth. We are all sinners deserving condemnation. But Jesus entered creation, took our place on the cross, died for our sins, and rose again that we might have forgiveness. And we can show that and share that with others. But if sin really isn't a big deal, then there's nothing that we need to seek forgiveness for in Jesus. And so knowing that sin is a real problem is important. So don't make it not a big deal, but don't make yourself a saint and perfect and so much better than those sinners out in the world. Stay focused. Point to Jesus. Point to the word of God. Be a light and do it wisely. We can't forget who we are and where we came from and that it's Christ alone that is our righteousness. We're not a quote-unquote better person because we're, we're a Christian. But because of what Christ has done in our lives, we're better off. And that should be our heart of telling people the truth in love. Thanks for listening to the Biblicist Podcast. I hope it has been a blessing to you. Once again, if you have a question about today's episode or have a topic you would like to hear discussed, please email us at thebiblicistpodcast at gmail.com. Until next week, remember, read the Bible, live the Bible. Have a blessed day.